yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here after all these years, after all these tears I shed. Welcome back to I'm Still Here. I'm Larry. And I'm Heather. And in this episode, we are going to talk about sex. It's your fault because you requested this. Um, <laughs> so, no. Um, we uh, definitely want to talk about the things that, not only that you guys want to talk about, but the things that aren't being talked about. And this is for sure one of them. No, I shouldn't say that. They are being talked about, but not really talked about with metastatic breast cancer, let me say that. So, there is a lot of uh, information out there that people can, can get, but when you're looking for a, a, a way to help yourself or help you and your spouse around a certain obstacle or something like that. I don't know where you go and look for because of metastatic breast cancer or, or any type of you know cancer, mm-hmm. metastatic disease. Um, the problems that really come up or I maybe problems isn't challenges. the right word. The challenges that really come up with those. I, I haven't seen much or anything out there for that. No, and um, I just want to say, like, I feel like we're really putting ourselves out here a little bit. So if you're friends and family listening, this is not for you. (laughs) You're going to learn a lot. (laughs) This is because we care about women with metastatic breast cancer, and and we want to... um, we want to talk about the hard things, right? For so sure. let's do it. So we're going to start at the beginning. And the beginning for us was uh, the beginning of treatment. So, you know, after diagnosis and during that that hardcore treatment that many people go through, uh, you know, what, l- let's, the first part is there. And um, this is where for, for me or what? Well, I was going to say, I think the first part is really about maintaining the some sort of semblance of a relationship or some sort of balance between you being my husband and you being my caregiver. Yeah, and, and I know, you know, a lot of people I've heard, I didn't sign up for that. And yeah. what the hell did you sign up for? If you didn't sign up for that, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's... You know, we had been married, I don't know how long, before this. Not very long. A couple of years, maybe. Yeah. Nine, well, I guess, yeah. We're, we could do some math, which isn't my strong point. But. So we were newlyweds. Yeah. Two and and a half years, um, we were doing the things that newlyweds do, often. Uh, and then cancer comes along. And, you know, as far as my role, my role shifted from husband, from lover, to caregiver. And... Um, Obviously, sex was not high on the priority when you're going through chemotherapy or radiation or surgeries or these things. It it has to get put on the back burner. And, you know, I, I can see, for me, it honestly was not that challenging because I... I I don't want to say I enjoy being a caregiver because I, I don't you're look forward to that. You're just such a natural um, at it. You're so good at it. We always joke around that, like, I mean, you're just so, it comes so naturally to you, I think. I, I think so. So what I'm saying is that role for me, 
I, I think I naturally slid into that role. Mm-hmm. And not not that I didn't have wants. By, by, I mean, that's just, you know, human nature at 26 years old or whatever. I, I definitely had that. But, you know, looking at your wife going through treatment, that's is just, that trumps everything. So, I mean, I, I don't understand men who bail or, or you know, partners, I guess. even partners of any kind who bail right. on somebody going through anything hard like that let alone cancer treatment but i know it happens because i because you tell me yeah, the stories it does and, happen. and and you know you're on those those groups or whatever and here's another one and i just can't even fathom it but it does happen i and it's it just like there are other ways to get your needs met and i'm not talking about other people right but you know what find a way and well it's it's not really any different to me than when we talked about like um you needing to maybe vent to somebody else about you know the stress you were under or yeah. something else right For like, sure. and we talked about how it's so hard to turn it back on me like it's it's too much for the you know me as a patient the person going through it it's really not any different right like okay yeah. you have needs meet them i mean don't right. not outside of your vows or whatever no, but not but, talking about that but freaking get it done and yeah <laughs> move on right because honestly i mean and you guys all that have been patients you understand that that's the last thing that you want to think about Absolutely. going through treatment is is having sex it's just not and i think you know if you're just getting into this and your your partner is you know going through treatment get it out of your head it is. It is not going to happen. And if it and if it does happen, almost shame on you. Seriously. Well, and there's I, other ways to just be affectionate, right? Like, yes. I mean, affectionate means you know laying on the couch together or yeah, right. just a lot of different things, right? It's it's yeah. you know, and it I you know really appreciate that you just it's not about you right now, right? Yeah, and I have no idea. Neither do you. Like. We we were trying to think of this, like how long, you know, obviously when she was going through chemo and the stem cell transplants and it, clearly we didn't have sex. Um, and, and honestly, not much sexual or, or anything no. that was so far from our minds. But how long before we did have sex? I don't know. No. I know, you know, it was shortly after treatment and that all I, and I remember this just because she was bald. Um, Everywhere everywhere and that was hot and she doesn't believe me and we we actually had I, that both of us remember this conversation is i'm like man that's hot and she's like what because she was i was pretty upset yeah she was upset that she was bald and you know and you know if you listen to our last podcast body image and and it wasn't just bald it was a lot of other things being taken from you and she was upset with that and and i honestly i just came back with no, this is hot. <laughs> um, so, you know, but eventually we did. And I just think that has to be the choice of the person in treatment, the the, the person that, that has the cancer in this case. Mm-hmm. It has to be their choice. And it has to be them saying that. Clearly they understand you have needs and they're not oblivious to that. Um, but it needs to be them initiating and them it, this is my opinion this is all, yeah. all our opinion so <laughs> our take this with I guess our my opinion. damn podcast and shit it. uh uh but yeah that's you know 
and there there's going to be changes uh, yeah. in going through this. You know, whether it's chemotherapy, a surgery, a stem cell transplant, a, uh, uh, all of these things. Yes, all of these things that happen. Um, they each bring a little bit of a challenge uh, to sex. Yeah. Whether that's, you know, arousal, whether that's actual being able to have orgasms, whether that's... Uh, dryness. Dryness, yes. Which was, you know, in the early days, that was one of the, the very first things that was new to us yeah. because we were young. Is uh, And I, someone... I think warned us about that. Or yeah, there was a doctor, and I can't okay. remember who, but somebody told us to get, you know, to use lube, and they were like, not just like, not just any like really good lube, and it was really? like, oh, okay. And we had never I mean, yeah. didn't even know really why people use that, right? But it it was a game changer for us, yes. and we still today it's you know it it's it's just makes everything more enjoyable, and I know. You know, a lot of women, especially going through this, deal with pain. Yeah. And, and sex is pain. And when you equate this, this, you know, sex to pain, obviously that person's not going to want to have that anymore. Right. So, you know, and that's the other thing is it doesn't always have to be vaginal sex either. Right. You know, for, for someone to enjoy sex, it can be oral sex. It can be, you know, just genital stimulation. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it, there's a lot of things it can, you know... Be other things. Now, 20 years ago, we honestly were just clueless. We, we didn't know anything about this stuff. Well, and I, again, <clears throat> I don't, you know, at the risk of sounding old, I just feel like this stuff is talked about so much more now days. Like, I feel like younger people are not shocked about a vibrator or lube or whatever. Even, sure. you know, really finding pleasure in, in a way that... You know, I was, you know, I think we were all just raised as prudes. <laughs> like, oh, no. So, sorry. That That'll be in the next book. <laughs> but it, it's just, I, I think you bring all of that to you, too. So, it's not like I, it, I didn't have a wealth of knowledge to draw from, you know. And even for me, it was really hard even just to be vocal to say, I was gonna say communication in that in bed was not our forte. No, I mean we just didn't. Right, we, we didn't talk about for many many years. Right, we just didn't talk about that. We we, you know, and you know one of the things even when you do start to have sex shortly after treatment or when you're kind of getting back to yourself or whatever, yeah. it's not gonna be all just the same because of the cancer. The cancer has side effects. The medicine has side effects. Yeah. These things and I, I do I would say that there are there are sources out there to help with specific problems. There are things that people have good advice on and we've yeah. sought a lot of that out is what are things? Not all of it worked by any means. No. Matter of fact most of it didn't with us, right? Um, but we have found certain things, and we'll we'll get to those as we go through this. But you know, just the, you know, and, and you know, for people that are you know going through uh, cancer or or shortly after cancer that that don't have a significant other that are dating, yeah, you know that's hard. Oh my gosh, it's yeah, it, it's so hard to to put yourself out there and and be worried about. The body image yeah, and going sure. back to that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
I think kind of our early conversations were more like just yes or no about things. Like I remember you said, I remember saying to you, like, just don't touch my breast. Mm-hmm. Like this, that doesn't do anything for me, any right. of, except make me. Sad. Which I wouldn't know that, but yeah, you know. And again, we weren't the best communicators, but right. certain things we did. I, I, funny story. This was literally one of the first times we had we had sex after treatment or during you know that kind of timeline. And Heather says, you know, we we gotta we gotta do certain things differently. And I went, okay. But I didn't know what she was talking about. And still to this day, I have no idea what she was talking about, really. And I just never have told her up until now that I just went with it and went, I just, I can't act stupid. I don't know. But I think I know what she was talking about. And that is there are other ways to to warm up, yeah, to, to kind of get the engine going or to... Uh, you know the arousal part of this. It can't just be when you're in your young, early twenties and just boom, here we go. Um, can't be that way. Well, after there's your also just changes. such a big difference between men and women in terms of arousal, right? Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that's a whole other topic there. It okay. is. Um, so. I, I I um now after kind of that initial kind of stages of treatment and yeah getting back into like your norm type of thing um we, we started talking about this and, and some of the struggles or issues that we had i think a lot of people have to be honest with you you know whether that is oh we haven't had sex in a long time or you know you got kids that are young and growing and you're taking them to born and you're getting home at 10 o'clock at night in the kitchens where you're eating dinner at nine and and uh your job you're you're working late on and, and just the chaos of life and all of a sudden sex is one of those things that might get put on the back burner yeah which it, it definitely did for us uh i don't know when but it was in that realm right i mean yeah. kind of what i'm defining there yeah and 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 part of it was life but part of it was also cancer is part of it is when you're not enjoying yeah arousal and sex and and those things why would you want to well it, i mean you know being put into menopause in your mid-20s changes so many things and what i'm learning now having been through it is that it's it's not overcomable like you you can but it's a big barrier like my libido was and still it's just was decimated Mm -hmm. right they're just you know and it's not normal menopause no well i don't know no i (laughs) yeah because you have all these things on top of it right it's not no, so, just the same. So so to think, you know, oh, I should have sex or I should want. And then, I mean, even that whole I should want to have sex. You know, it just makes you feel like crap because you like you can't get your body to to decide that. Like in mm-hmm. the same way, you can't. Um, again, like we talked about in the previous episode, that is the stuff that makes me mad. Like I, you know, I, I feel like this whole um, sex, which is you know, in a good marriage, something that brings great pleasure has been something that we've had to, 
work really hard on, I think, and it still has been pleasurable, but I know that there's also, I know that we, I feel like I missed out on many, many years of, of what I think would, would have been really satisfying sex without cancer, right? Mm. Like, I'm just no going to be honest. No, no doubt. So, and there, you know, I mean, the, and again, we just talking about like, there's like little things that get offered to you, but I was triple pro- positive. So we can't introduce hormones. So we did, I had, tr- I've tried like a testosterone patch, which there's a little, you know, never noticed a big difference with that. Of course, they hand it to you and also say, now watch out for extra hair and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, good. <laughs> Turn me like you know i don't know just the side effects of that and then some have tried like vaginal estrogen creams and never noticed really a big difference with them too but so from a medical standpoint there are a few things they might be helpful to some people um they they haven't made a noticeable difference to me um but just also i think just recognizing that sex is going to be different you know what i mean and um and from from my standpoint, uh, there there's a learning curve, you know, yeah. because it doesn't just get taught to you. My learning curve, to some extent, was just learning the difference in arousal for men and women. Yeah, because I mean, you just don't get taught that. No. You understand if you're a man, you understand what arousal is, and if you look at a woman and she's looking at you, there it is. <laughs> With women, it, it's not that way, obviously. But, you know, it's just, it's finding resources. For me, there was like this class, there was an online class that I signed up for, and I learned a lot about mm-hmm. how the difference is there. And and just that, you know, to some extent, you throw cancer on top of this, everything is amplified too. So, you know, the, the fact that with with a lot of women, not only women with cancer, you know, arousal is an all-day thing. It's a starts in the morning sometimes, and then it ramps up and ramps up. And by the time, you know, you get around to wanting, now it's wanting, and the difference is to have sex, is that arousal is built, and it doesn't take that with guys. And, um, you know, the, the things we joke about, like clean sheets. And the kitchen I, cleaned. And Yeah, I, I kind of always, like, what I've realized is that even, like, um, I do like to have some notice. Like, I, that's been helpful for me to kind of think about it. But also, it's also, like, I like my head to be decluttered. So that does, that is the stuff that we've, we have joked around about, you know, is, like, Man, well, it's not even joking. It's true. It's absolutely the truth. Is like, man, if I have, if my to-do list in my head is less, you know, or not, it, it, I can, I can go. Yeah, this feels good. You know, in terms of just, I don't being more present. My to-do list can be seventeen pages long. I don't care. <laughs> you just put it Let's aside. Go. <laughs> um. Anyway, no, it's um, but I I did learn a lot about that, and I. To truly understand, instead of just hear the differences between that, did did help me a lot. Yeah. And um, I I tell her almost daily, no, I don't understand. When she tells me something, you know, related to this, I don't understand, and there's no way I can truly get it because I'm a dude. 
Well, I think part, you know, some of it is like, we're just, we're, (laughs) we come at this from such different um, angles, I guess, especially because I just, I guess I want to say like with the menopause, I think for a long time, I have said like, it's because of the menopause and blah, blah, blah. Um, But, but ultimately what I had to decide was like, it, there are a lot of challenges for me um, to kind of, I don't know, to want to have sex, I guess, in some ways. But what I've also learned is that it's still can be very satisfying. And I, I know what it does for our relationship. It's good for our relationship. Um, and it's worth working on it, you know. Both, and you do have to work on it. And you do have to work on it. But so I, I guess I've, I've, you know, when I've listened to women talk some, you know, and they are angry and I rightfully so, it doesn't mean it, it's the end. You know what I mean? It, um, I think you do need. I don't know what you mean. Well, it doesn't mean you, you don't just, you can just say I'm done having sex if that's what oh, you choose. Oh, I get you. Okay. But you can also choose to work through it. Yeah, so, you know, but going back to, I don't know how many years ago. It was a long time ago. But yeah. we weren't communicating about anything. Yeah. She, obviously, there was not a whole lot of enjoyment or arousal. So we didn't have sex for a long time. Mm-hmm. And finally, that was our dog. Sorry. Those are ears flapping back and forth. Um, finally, you know, it did finally come up. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I know exactly where we were, by the way. I know yeah. we were driving home from an appointment. I can tell you exactly where we were on the highway when you brought this up. That's okay. kind of how much I remember about it. Go okay. Ahead. So anyway, um, I can't tell you specifically what it did. It probably opened up communication, Yeah. if nothing else. Um, oh, and you did say, you know, that might have led to whatever, you know, an appointment or something. Yes, I, I did. Know. Yeah. Go ahead. But you keep saying that. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I re- what I recall is basically you said, like, is this the way it's going to be? Uh, are we never, are we, is this what sex is going to look like in terms of, you know, we haven't had sex and I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a month. I don't know if it was three months. I don't know what it was. Um, and, and I was like, I don't like. I don't know what you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you were saying this, basically, like, I, I this isn't great for me. <laughs> like, I, mm-hmm. this is not what I want. And how yeah. can we do things differently? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, boy. Like, I I realized that I needed to consider this be, more, you know? Um, and it did lead. It led to me, um, I decided to make an appointment with a counselor who's specialized in, like, sex uh, which was, um, I don't, I don't think you got anything really out of that. Did you? No. Well, the one thing that she had, she said was, and <laughs> she said, um, that using a vibrator, uh, might, you know, increase like pleasure or whatever stimulation kind of thing. Um, yeah. but, but if I did use it, <laughs> that I wouldn't probably enjoy other parts of sex as much anymore, which I was like, what? And again, my background, pretty conservative. 
<laughs> that was a hard no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, then maybe I won't. But that's not the So, yeah, and I don't, it's, I don't know how many years later. I had a friend who, this was probably early 40s. Mm-hmm. Probably in the early 40s, passed away. Just out of the blue. Just boom. Dropped. Healthy as a horse. Mm-hmm. Just died. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously knowing Heather and metastatic breast cancer, it, it really changed my outlook. You know what? You'd think it would have been changed before. And it, and it did. We, we've handled a lot of things in our life differently than a lot of people do because of cancer. But this one, I was really like, wow. You don't have tomorrow promised. You do. You might not be here tomorrow, and uh, I just went in the mindset of the the YOLO. You know, yeah. you only live once. I want to try things. I want to do things. I I just and and she kind of gave me the green light to uh, um to go out and and see what's there. You know, because we were probably as conservative as you get when it comes to sex. Um, but just to go out and, and, and offer up, hey, what about this? What about this? What in, oh, Some of them were hard no's. Um, some of them, yeah, still today. And this goes back to body image and all this. I'm telling you, guys, we just got to have a side talk here. Some things are hard no's. Um, but other things, like I, I did, I... Were hell yeses. <laughs> well, not a nothing was a, not one thing was a hell yes in the beginning. Not true. One I thing. I would totally agree with that. Um, but one of the things what I, I did, I I bought her a small vibrator, and she was not. This was you know her conservative background. This was the devil's story. <laughs> <clears throat> so it sat in the box for a while. And then finally did try it, and that was a win. Mm-hmm. Turns out there's a lot of different kinds, there's, and, and some are way better than others. Uh, yeah. Some are, you just, you don't know. Yeah. So, you know, things like that we never would have even considered, you know, 15 years ago. Well, she wouldn't have. Um, but other things, and we did, you know, other, just communication, you know, you know, we we use emojis and we use yeah we have a little kind of a code sort of thing that yeah. we use and it's it's basically just a way for us to kind of for me you can talk it might be different for you but for me it's kind of a way to go oh wait a second it kind of has been a little you know some time has passed you know mm-hmm. since we've had sex or whatever and I'll just send a little emoji or he'll send one and it's it's. You know, either way, and we just respond back. And, and it's not, it, it's a request. It's a, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's a request saying, hey, I'm interested in this, are you? Yeah. And if you send your emoji back, that usually that night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and and there's there's other ways, but we did find a little bit of planning helped us. It helps me immensely. Yeah. And that is when I going back to talking about, you know, arousal and, uh, you know, a day, you know, that, that does help. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, you can send me one right now and I'm ready to go. <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, people. I'm, okay. 
Some of this has just also been about just getting out of my own head. Honestly, it's been getting past cancer, but it's been getting past all of these ideas that I was brought up on. It's been getting past, um, it's okay for me to feel pleasure for it to be, for it just, for me, just to have my body feel good. Sex is not dirty. Right. Getting over that for you is hard. Yeah. The whole realm of sex <laughs> is, is you were brought up. It was, it's dirty, oh, you know, gosh, and, and it's been. Baggage. Yeah. And, and there's a lot to that. And I know maybe some people listening yeah. are in the same boat and there's yeah. a lot to that. There is, you know, and some of that, I just, um, th- that's what I've been, you know, reading more about in terms of just like, I can't change my libido. I can't change that at all. But what I can try to change is like my my headspace. <laughs> Again, back to that whole mental, mental. thing, right? So Huge. so um, that's where I'm at now. And that's kind of the stuff that we've been like listening to podcasts about mm-hmm. or doing different things like that. I mean, there's a podcast for everything, right? And um, I really like Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things. And they talk about a lot of different things related to sex at times or, or kind of send you on the road, mm-hmm. have introduced me to some authors and things that have been really helpful. But but also just recognizing that, like, it's okay that, that sex should be um, something that I enjoy and it's not just about satisfying my husband or it's not about, you know, and it doesn't even have to be sex, I mean, to be honest. So, like, right. I don't know, just... It's almost like taking back my body in some ways of, you know, like, what's left of it in that respect, you know? I feel like the overhaul has been pretty uh, pretty big, like, losing my breasts and mm-hmm. losing a lot of that, um, you know, libido and things like that. But it doesn't mean that there's nothing left, you know? And I think... I don't know. I, I, I will say I appreciate, like, some days it, it would tick me off. But in general, I really appreciate pre, appreciate your pursuit of let's make this the best it can be, you know. So. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know if you guys talk about, uh, I don't even know what they're called. Uh, your, oh, man, this is bad to do right in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard for me to read your mind. But. Like, I, touch, physical touch for me is big. Oh, love languages? Your love languages. Yeah. And for, just to set this straight, I mean, Heather's lung, love language has nothing to do with physical touch. No, where like for me, lowest on my list. there may not be another one yeah. for me. And it has nothing to do with sex. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And it's my love language, and a lot of people misinterpret love language and physical touch is sex and that is just way wrong um yeah and you add that to me like physical touch is not high on my list anyway and then add a wonky body where i'm like and please don't touch here and please and oh that feels a little weird we're talking about touching me i know not you no but i i think you this is touching me (laughs) people like to give what they like to receive right so your, you like to give physical touch because you like to receive physical touch. Yes, right? I'm trying to get you to touch me. <laughs> yes. 
Do you get where I'm going? I, I, I'm getting. That's why yeah. I make you coffee. That's why I do I all these things. Because yeah. I am an acts of service. That's, I know this. Girl. I know this. So what I'm saying is this goes with that. There's, our relationship is not based on sex. But the physical touch is really important for, for me. The acts of service are very important for you. And that goes with it. So a lot of times that may lead to this well, because a, you're happy to be a couple. It's a great base, right? Yes. It, it, yes. it builds that base of, you know. And it's got to be important to both people. Yeah. I mean, if your relationship is not based on that and it's, and then you throw cancer in on this, it's hard. Yeah. And it's hard for you guys. I, I know. We've been there. We've done that and yeah it's not easy yeah it takes work it does take work but that's where i guess you know i <laughs> i think without you i would have been like yeah no i'm good <laughs> no no doubt you know what i mean but that's and that's i just want to share that too for other women that have been i know it's hard i get it i do not like turn on like i think i remember i did i mean mm-hmm. it's so been so long right i feel like i lost my whole adulthood and what would have been kind of a normal sex life so i don't sometimes you wish that you could remember better right some mm-hmm. of those times but it's still it's still worth it it's still i don't know it still keeps getting better it's a lot of things so it does yeah so again Friends and family, we hope you didn't listen. My gosh, Sydney Tari, if you listen to this. <laughs> I'm not worried about them. Okay, good. <laughs> they would be like, oh, gross. If any of my off. friends listen to this, I don't want any comments. <laughs> Just keep them to yourself. But for those of you who are in the same boat, we we understand. We and and we are happy to try to, you know, find other resources and And if we just missed the boat on what you really wanted us to talk about you can please do let us know that's not to say we have experience with it and we're not really going to talk about things that we haven't experienced um with the exception of interviewing people which are coming up um we're uh we got to talk about us because that's what we know true and i'm glad we get to talk about this because you are still here yes you are so until next time Thanks for listening. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. After all these years, after all these tears I shed. I'm still here. And I'm walking this earth like I should be. There was days that I didn't know if I would be. Feet in the ground and my head in the clouds Cause I'm still here Like I should be Yeah, yeah, like I knew that I could be Here we go, here we go Hey everyone, I hope you love this episode of I'm Still Here and I wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next. So be sure to rate, review, and follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, especially if you found it helpful. 
We need all the shares, likes, stars, and love we can get. We'd also love to hear from you. Leave your comments and questions, and we'll incorporate them into future episodes. Have a great day.